Hello and welcome to the Lund University International Podcast. On the show, we aim to give you a taste of what international student life at Lund is like, as we speak to current students, alumni, teachers, and many more special guests. My name is Tim Parker, and I'm an international communications officer here at Lund University. Today, we're talking about living sustainably in Lund. Really excited with two very special guests with us here in the studio. So let's get started and take it away. Could you please introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I am Fabio from Italy, and I have been living in Lund for three years now. I've done my bachelor's here, and I'm now just starting my master's. Perfect. And which bachelor's did you study and which master's? Are you oh, going to be I, did, I studied the bachelor's in development studies, and, a ma and I'm starting now a master's in European affairs. So both with many, many international students, actually. Exciting, great to hear. And you had your first day of class for your master's yesterday, right? Just yesterday, yes. I'm very, very excited to start again this year. Thanks so much, Fabio. And our other guest today? Yes, so my name is Ronja and I am from Finland. And I've also been living in Lund now for three years, going into my fourth. And just like Fabio, I did my bachelor's in development studies and I did a kind of other track than Fabio afterwards and I'm doing a master's in human ecology. It's a very versatile bachelor, so you can kind of branch into different things afterwards, which is very exciting. And I'm looking forward to great discussions with Fabio, comparing our two masters later. Perfect. <laughs> well, that's really nice that you guys both studied the same bachelor and now you're branching out, but you're still collaborating. Uh, and we're going to talk about that today as well. So we're going to talk about living sustainably in Lund and what it means as a Lund University student and you're both working with one specific organization, which we're going to talk about as well. So, Ronya, perhaps you could let us know what it means to live sustainably as a learned university student, and how does that tie into the idea of the circular economy? Yes, so I feel like that's a very broad thing to speak about, and I'm happy to say it's broad, because I think in Lund there's so many opportunities and ways to live sustainably. And I also think sustainability will mean something different to everyone. And as you mentioned, circular economy is one big aspect of it. And that's something me and Fabio have been working with. And I just want to say as a starters, I think when I first arrived in Lund, I wasn't that interested or interested, yes, but I didn't know that much about sustainability. And it wasn't something I had worked that much with in the past. But when you come into Lund, it kind of, regardless of what you study, it kind of becomes a natural aspect of what you're doing, because not only is it spoken about a lot in our studies, but there's also so many organizations and student initiatives who tackle different aspects, whether it be environmental sustainability, social sustainability, or economic sustainability. And for me personally, sustainability means living in a way that's sustainable for ourselves, our own well-being and how we're feeling, but also for the resources that we have. And for me, it's important to not only study these things and learn about these things, but implement them in our daily life already. And that's something that we are doing with the organization that me and Fabio are working with as well. Yes, and I think that's really, I think we share uh, this with Rania, where we came to learn that I think we, uh, we became very aware of what sustainability means and what we can do to become more sustainable in our general lifestyles. And I think in Lund, it was something that comes easy because there's so many opportunities and so many choices, starting from, you know, the organization we're part of, Circle Center. Now I can, I guess I can briefly describe it. We are a student-led, we've been a student-led organization up until now. 
and we are mostly working with um, driving away from overconsumption and trying to uh, have more um, sustainable lifestyles by in two ways. Mostly we, we have a library of goods, which is just imagine a very big library, but instead of books, you have a lot of objects. You have everything from camping equipment to uh, pots and pans and bedding and air mattresses. And so that's what we try to do. Uh, at Circle Center, we can, you can look, come and loan them for either for free or for a very small uh, fee. And, you know, that really helps students because that's a very simple act that anyone can do uh, when you've just arrived in London. You can easily shift to the more sustainable choice. Instead of buying them, you can come and rent them from us for a very, for almost for free, you know. So I think that's that's something that you find out once you're in all of these possibilities. There's Circle Center, there's so many other student organizations that, that work with it, uh, that work with sustainability. And you kind of get built into it. And you were telling us, Tim, just before how Lund is actually ranked as one of the main ones. Yes, as the 12th most sustainable university in the world, which uh, is a very, very good ranking consider there, considering there's 17,000 universities in the world. Wow. But yes, wow. but, <laughs> so you guys are a perfect example of uh, the theory of sustainability and putting it into action as well. Uh, and it seems like perfect uh, perfect resource for students because when you're a student quite often you're on a budget as well so it seems like a win-win situation right yes yeah. that's actually something we had a discussion about with Fabio just the other day is I think when you're put in the position of a student you automatically start thinking about a lot of questions that link to sustainability or circularity in the sense that you often don't have a lot of resources you usually don't have a lot of money when you start studying you don't necessarily have a job and you don't have a lot of space to store things. So what we work with Circle Center over consumption, when you're a student, you naturally start asking the same questions that we are tackling, like, do I need all these things? How can I save money? Is there a way I can use this item used? And without you maybe even realizing, these are also questions about environmental sustainability, not only about your own resources. And that's also what we mean with when we speak about circularity. So. Right now, a lot of our products are produced um, according to like a linear production. So we produce something, we use it, and it goes to waste. Even though it's funny that we use the word waste because it kind of like, we imagine this item just disappearing somewhere, but nothing ever disappears. This waste is like <laughs> this weird social construct we have created of like a thing just disappearing, but it's never like that. So instead with circularity, we try to create this into a circle and a closed loop. So instead, that waste product is never created, but it either stays in use, is um, recycled or like turned into like a new product. And what we do with Circle Center is we try to keep it in use. And that's why it's so beneficial for students, because then there is no need to buy the new thing. There is no need to use money and you save the space in your tiny student housing because you can just give the item to the next person or you just borrow it for the time you need. So I think this type of idea really goes naturally with being a student, um, even yeah. though we are trying to reach also other people than students. Yeah, of course. I think, first of all, as a student, sometimes you the first thing you do, especially if you're an international student, you come to Lund, you come to a new country, and you kind of need um, everything that you need in your, house, in your room quite immediately. And so that really, you start asking the questions that Ronya said, do, how much do I need? Do I need it now? Do I need it new? But many times you also, you're constrained. It's a challenge for you to arrive to Lund 
and have to balance out this um, sustainability aspect and instead uh, and and your uh, need for things immediately. And so that's why that's a challenge. Sometimes people just uh, decide to just go and buy uh, something new because it's more convenient. But that's what we're trying to do with Circle Centers to offer that possibility to get it to get a circular product um, right immediately as soon as you arrive in Lund. And so yes, we are very student-led, but also branching out to the whole community of Lund, because I think one aspect also of circularity in a way is how this um, is also very community-driven. Sometimes it starts from a grassroots scale and then it can build up. And I think that's what Circle Center is doing at the moment, starting with the small student community of Lund. And then we're trying to aim for the whole, hopefully for the whole city at some point to, <laughs> nice. to support us. You know, and create a one big community for students and non-students alike. So we can bridge once you come to Lund, you can really meet the whole city of Lund, not yeah, you can really branch out. Fantastic. Fantastic. That is very inspiring to hear. And uh, you mentioned how you really try to engage with international students. And uh, I noticed uh, on arrival day for new international students this year, Circle Center was there uh, introducing your ideas and your organization to students, correct? Yes, yeah. um, this is actually something we started with just last year. Um, and it's so usually on arrival day, students get, for example, these you can buy these packages of bedding and things that you might need as soon as you arrive. Um, I think there's like bedding, duvets, um, yeah, like it's like a bag also. from Ikea. Yeah. Um, but actually, Fabio can speak more about what you did because you were in... So how we do it in Circle Center is we have officers. Um, we call them officers and these are the people who work in the organization, but you only work for one year and it rotates. And every year we get new people um, to be an officer around the organization. And this is a way for us to make sure that the ideas keep on changing and that everyone has a chance to be part of this organization. So it was in Fabio's year that you introduced this. So maybe you yeah. can... So I was an officer last year, actually. And so we realized that a lot of us international students, I'm an international student as well, we came to Lund and we didn't have much the moment to arrive. So uh, what we needed some basic things like a duvet, like a pillow, you know, blankets, just to, to uh, you know, spend the night, our first night in Lund and feel safe, of course, that we had the basics. And so with Circle Center, we tried to get um, all these products from previous students. And so all the students that left, they had their duvet, they had their pillows, they then gave it to us and we cleaned it up, of course, and repackaged it. And now we can give it to new students when they arrive the first day at arrival days, they can choose the more sustainable option, let's say, and it has a very, very, very affordable price. Also, so you, it makes it, it's easy for a student to choose the sustainable option. And it's all, uh, also everything that you then get from Circle Center, this bedding package, you can then, it's gonna then be, reused again the year after by another fellow student. And so it's also nice that it keeps on going and it's also, it's of course also safe, we clean, uh, clean it all and everything. And, but it's a way to reduce drastically the waste. Imagine all the, the amount of students that come in, the thousands of students that come into Lund every year, they buy new Dubai and then when they leave, they throw it away. But instead now with Circle Center, we can take care of it. And there is a new generation of students uh, just like you who is gonna get uh, a new kit, new bed, uh, sorry, the same bedding, but it's it's basically new because it has been used only for a year. Fantastic, and, fantastic. And now I'm getting curious because we're talking about specifics. So you've mentioned the bedding package and I'm sure all our listeners are wondering, 
what kind of items can people borrow from Circle Center and how many items are there? Please tell us, I'm intrigued. So we have over a thousand items at the moment, which is something really like amazing when you think about that it all started with one shelf of products that the people who started it themselves gave away. And it was actually started, I think now, five years ago by a batch of UMA students. So people studying um, environmental Studies in sustainability science. That that acronym (laughs) makes no sense for what it stands for anyway. Um, And now we've grown so much. Um, And some of the items that you can borrow are like literally anything from sewing machines to camping equipment to kitchen equipment to, well, bedding, as Fabio said. Board games, projectors. and then we have like a separation between long-term items and short-term like borrowings. And long-term things are things like bedding that Fabio spoke about that you can have for a year. But then we have many things that you borrow for up to two weeks. And these would be things like board games or the sewing machine or a screwdriver. Or this is a really funny um, like uh, fact or a fun fact. Well, it's actually quite a sad fact that we always <laughs> use, which is... That's the average screwdriver, electric screwdriver. The use average use time of like active use of one screwdriver is 15 minutes wow. in its whole lifetime. Oh my God. Because, you know, everyone has it at home, but are we really going to use it every day? No. So if you instead get it from Circle Center, we can make sure that every week a new person or every few days, because we're open two days a week and it often gets changed quite quickly. Um, But besides that, you can also come to our spaces and use the items there. So, for example, many people want to learn how to use the sewing machine, but you might not know um, how to start it, how to use it, um, and you just want someone to assist you on that, then you're really free to come to our opening hours and we will help you out. If you don't have the, like, capacity to bring it home, maybe you're biking, you can use it in our spaces. One of the... Events, uh, let's say that we also we also carry out certain events with Circle Center. Other than having our library of goods, we have different lectures, activities. But I think the the most the students' favorite, let's say, event is our clothes swap that we organize every once in a while, actually. And and basically everyone can bring in their clothes that they don't that they don't use anymore. They want to swap with something new, and you know you can do that in a very sustainable way. It's clothes that have already been produced, and it's basically all for free. Bring one item of clothing, get one item of clothing from someone else it's funny that you say this because the shirt i'm wearing i got from a clothes swap two years ago and i think i've worn it like at least twice a week ever since like it's my favorite piece of clothing um and yeah i think that's a good example of like the type of events we do and for example at a clothes swap we then have our sewing machines and people can come and they maybe find something that doesn't really quite fit all right and then you can use some of our tools to um fix it and get help from us. And that's really the community aspect that Fabi also spoke about earlier, how we not only want to have a space to share items, but we also want to share ideas and share creativity and so on, to make it a space where we can kind of get away from this idea of everything having to be private ownership and competition between each other and rather focus on shared ownership. Community aspect, of course. I mean, I think a lot of one nice thing is that a lot of people come to our events or come to the library, and we basically so simply meet each other, and then they become friends in a way, and like because people share the same ideals. And you know, I think we have many many people who have become through Circle Center friends or started new new ideas, new projects, uh, even in Lund. And I think it just offers a place, a physical place, to create a certain kind of community 
inside the city of Lund where people support each other and then they can say, oh, uh, this week I'm working on this project. And then someone can say, oh, I would like to help out. What can I do to help out? And it just creates a nice sense of friendship and community. That sounds amazing. So Circle Center has a physical office in Lund or could you give us a little bit more info about where you meet, how often you meet? And you already mentioned some events like the Cloak Swap or some other events that you have as well. Yeah, so we have our physical office. It's actually in this um, building called Stenkrossen in the south of Lund. And uh, we we meet usually weekly there. Uh, it's Kastanjagatan 13, okay. <laughs> actually, nice. uh, if, for anyone who might want to check it out on Google Maps. But we also are, so we meet there every week, the officers, let's say, uh, we're to plan the whole week. But we have also opening hours for anyone to just drop by and look at our, our items or even borrow our items and we usually have them on Tuesdays and on Saturday so Tuesday evenings usually from 5 to 7 and on Saturday mornings uh, 11 to 12 so anyone can literally just drop by and browse our library and meet each other and that's our physical spaces where many times we also host our events um, and but many times we also host our events through our partner uh, organization so we can sometimes be um, at in different other places. So usually people check our Facebook or our Instagram and we can all, we always publish what we, what we do on a weekly basis. And besides the physical space, we also have our online library of things, which is, I mean, it's the same items, but you can book them online. And we actually recommend people to book them online first to make sure that the items are available um, beforehand or if you want to reserve something. So some items that are very popular, like the sewing machines or the camping equipment. You book it and you come on one of the two opening hours, either on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and you pick it up. Or as Fabio said, you're super welcome to just come and browse our things. And some people just want to see them in person before they choose what they need or what they want to borrow. Um, and yeah, and as Fabio said, we have many events with other partner organizations. And usually it touches upon creative aspects, such as code swaps. Um, something that's been very popular is our craft cafes or it's uh, knitting and crocheting and sewing, where it's like a peer-to-peer -peer teaching system. So anyone who knows how to crochet comes and teaches the ones who don't know. And maybe there's someone who knows how to knit who can teach the others. And that's been really popular. And then we've had lectures and uh, panel discussions on circular economy, on e-growth related um, topics, on pollution, on waste management. Um, so it's like a very broad scope. Just one more thing about our website that if you if you already know you're about to come to Lund, actually you can really just browse our website and already um, reserve any items that you know you might need on your first days here in Lund. So that's something you can already do if you know you're coming and you know you want to plan and you may want to make your first days more um, stress-free, let's say, you can really already borrow. Fantastic. I, there's a lot of aspects to the Circle Center. Sounds like it's a very comprehensive organization and it sounds like it's growing. Is that right? Yes. yes, it's growing very fast, which is actually one of our main missions right now is to see how can we grow the organization while still keeping it a community and keeping it democratic. And because we really don't want to run it through a hierarchy, um, we want to keep it an open space where everyone has a say. And how it's been done now up until now is that there's batch of officers but me and Fabio have been officers um, maybe here before Fabio and then Fabio and now there's a new batch of officers currently working and we change them every year 
Uh, but besides that, we also have a board. Um, I'm currently the vice president of the board, but that's really just like the names we need to run an organization in Sweden. Um, we don't really, uh, it's not like a hierarchical system per se. Um, and the role of the board is to make sure that Circle Center, um, like the long-term strategy and make sure that it lives through these changes of officers, that there's always a new batch of officers coming in and looking at the long-term strategy of where do we want to go and where do we want to see Circle Center in the future. And we then, of course, work with the officers. And besides that, we also have volunteers who come and they just help during opening hours or they help and repair our stuff. Someone might be really good at repairing electronics. Um, for example, we partner with this cafe called um, the Repair Cafe, and they sometimes help us uh, fix our electronics that are broken so we can keep on borrowing them out. So there's many different people who are involved in different ways. And actually, we always look for new officers around October. So it's coming, like uh, getting there soon. And now is a very big, important time um, to become an officer, because as we are growing, we're trying to change a bit the bureaucratic structure of the organization. We right now have over 700 members. And I mean, it started with only the people who founded it. And just in four years, uh, it's gone up to 700. I think we're close to 800 now. Wow. wow. Yeah. So it's uh, there is it, there are some challenges by that, but we are very happy to have such a devoted team. Uh, regardless if you're an officer, a volunteer, or a board member, everyone really wants to see Circle Center grow even further. Um, Fantastic. So for any... Uh, potential current students that have just arrived in Lund or any students that are maybe thinking of coming to study in Lund in the future. You said uh, there's opportunities coming up in October. How does someone get involved? Yes. Yeah, so basically, so the first thing is you can literally just come and say hi when you when you arrive in Lund. We're open, as I said, on Tuesdays and Saturdays. You come and say hi. You can look at our space and meet meet our our officers but also we usually post our uh, our openings let's say if we're looking for people for officer the new batch of officers on our facebook and on our instagram pages and if you want want to be a volunteer and just help out anytime you want we're always always open for for help uh, and you can once again text us on our facebook or on our instagram or really just come and just come and, and visit us and i think really anytime or we are, you can always ask us questions if you you're, uh, want to know how it works or if you want to get involved in any project. And we are we're always, always welcome and looking for, for new, new people and new students to, to help out and keep this, keep this going and growing. Mm. And all types of skills are needed. Like we have people working with social media, we have people working with external relations, we have people working with repairing items. Uh, hosting workshops. So regardless of your interest, there will be a role uh, for everyone um, to get involved. Nice. That's great to hear. And uh, I'm just wondering what advice would you give to any fellow international students or any potential future international students who want to embrace more sustainable living practices here in Lund or where they're living currently? Um, I think maybe the main, main first advice is don't be afraid to try and don't feel the need to be perfect. Just because you want to do things more sustainably, don't expect it to be perfect. And you don't have to be like, how would I say, like suddenly have a zero carbon emissions and uh, live a zero waste lifestyle and so on. Rather, 
try out different things and don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to try things you would never have considered doing before and see where it leads. Um, and secondly, get involved with others. Um, what we do alone, I think is very important for our own mentality and for us reflecting on our own lifestyle choices, but get together with other people, start something together, join something that's already created because it's really only when we work together that we can have a more systematic change or have a bigger change on these issues. And I agree, it's a, it's a process. You know, you can try out what works for you and, and maybe keep on going with that specific choice you have made. Let's say, for example, I, um, uh, before coming to Lund, uh, actually was, uh, before meeting, meeting Rania, coming to Lund and meeting, for example, many people who have shifted, for example, to a more a vegetarian diet, I've also started to get interested in it and started to, uh, you know, uh, appreciate what you can what you can do, what the kind of started to appreciate the possibilities of um, eating a more diverse type of food. Also, because you're in a different country, you can try out what what uh, you can eat also here in Sweden. I also Sweden makes it easy for you to try out new things, and I think it's a place where there is so much, uh, so many opportunities that you can you can say, oh, I'm going to try this out this time, and then I can see how it works for me. So really, just. Uh, don't be afraid to try out because you also it, it could bring you even more benefits than what you thought initially. Mm, and just to add on that, I think that's such a great example. And it's to remind ourselves that we are social creatures and it's we tend to do what other people around us are doing. And if you realize there's something in your life that doesn't feel like it's quite right, it's not maybe so sustainable socially or environmentally, Think about it and think, okay, what is another way we could do it? Get together with other people and try to do it in another way, but make sure to have other people with you because I think these changes are really tough to do on your own. And then when other people see you do that change, like when other people see things like people borrowing things instead of buying them at Circle Center, suddenly that idea isn't so foreign anymore. And slowly but surely it can become like the new standard, so to say. And I think the vegetarian diet or eating less meat is a great example of that. Fantastic. And I think perhaps you would also find that living in Sweden, which is a very sustainability-focused country, and also studying at Lund provides a fantastic environment for these ideas and for a place like the Circle Center to flourish. Yes, definitely. I think in general, um, living in Lund, like, sustainability is something mentioned very often it's kind of ingrained into us as soon as we arrive and things like Fabio said about eating a vegetarian diet these are kind of made the standard here like there are these kind of options everywhere so it feels easier to take these things into consideration and when it feels like other people have already thought about them but not only that I think something that's very beautiful with Lund and Sweden in general is that due to the fact that there's such a good healthcare system, there's such a good care system for students, such a good um, housing system, like it's Sweden really makes sure that people have everything they need. And by doing that, we have time to think about other things than where am I gonna get food on my table? Where am I gonna get a place to stay? And by living, also I think Lund University specifically for international students really thinks these things true leaving more space for our students to do things like Startup Circle Center because we don't have to stress about these basic necessities. Yeah, and I also think that there is there are so many opportunities for students to get engaged with many organizations and in communities. There is not only Circle Center, there is also 
uh, and other, other associations like the Repair Cafe that Ronnie has spoken about or the Sustainable Students um, group are also there is the Lund's uh, Food Cooperative that where they, um, a group of people buy food from local farmers and local uh, locally sourced food at a very affordable price. And then it's all led by, it's mostly led by students. And there's so many of these initiatives all around Lund and they're growing and they're made made readily available and easily um, also affordable for newly arrived students to, to join or to, to use these, uh, these services in a way. Fantastic guys, it has been an absolute pleasure to have both of you here in the studio today. Before we uh, finish up, was there anything additional you would like to add about living sustainably in Lund or the Circle Center? I think we've touched upon um, a lot of things. Um, that is very something that we have thought about, I think, um, when coming here as students, and that I think is nice knowing um, already before arriving here. I think maybe the last message I wanna give is Lund is like a small incubator, like Lund University. It's a great place to experiment these things, to try new things, and more importantly, to bring whatever you started here to wherever you are going next, whether that be your home country, whether that be a new job somewhere else, these ideas can then, it's kind of like small seeds we grow here, but I think they can carry very far when spread with the people who then take them with them. Yes, and also don't, don't be afraid to ask, really. We're here, all of us, as Circle Center or uh, even Lund University, we're here to help you out if you want to make any, any choice, if you have any doubts or any, any things you want to do what, as soon as you arrive in Lund or any worries. We're always here to help and really don't um, don't be afraid to reach out because we're here to help out and we're very, very happy to, to help out uh, fellow international students when they come here to our, our beautiful city of Lund. All right, perfect. Fabio, Rani, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lund University International Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Lund University, you can go to our website, lunduniversity.lu.se. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also chat with our current students on Unibuddy. Don't forget to subscribe, and we look forward to bringing you a new episode very soon.